Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. We have exciting news. Miranda Rodriguez, marketing coach and consultant at Marketing for the Uninhibited, is launching her first ever group marketing coaching experience, and she's giving our listeners $100 off when they enroll. Miranda wants to give you the opportunity to feel the momentum of having an intentional and strategically designed marketing action plan for one quarter. What makes this even better is that you'll be taking action alongside other fellow business owners who have dreams just as big as yours. This group is for you if you're in a place of now what? You're at capacity with your time, effort, and your money, but you're yearning for more. You're ready to push yourself outside of your comfort zone when it comes to your business. You know what you want to do. You're just not sure how to get there. And you're ready to diversify your products and services and overall revenue streams. And here's what you'll get. 12 weeks of marketing coaching, consulting, and community support. Six group marketing coaching sessions live on Zoom. Y'all will meet every other week starting Thursday, April 20th, and you'll get a custom marketing curriculum and live hot seat coaching by Miranda. Group Voxer support between meetings and a private Google Drive folder that you share with Miranda, along with aligned action and business momentum. The price is $3,000 with $100 off for Small Business Sisters listeners. Payment plans are available. So if you're ready to start group marketing coaching, go to marketinguninhibited.com slash work hyphen with hyphen me and book a free 15-minute consultation with Miranda or DM her at Marketing Uninhibited on Instagram, and make sure to tell her Small Business Sisters sent you so that you can get $100 off your group coaching. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) This is starting great. Okay. Surprise. It's Jenny. Um, Christina lost her voice this week so she's like go ahead and do an episode so I was gonna do it by myself but then I had this idea I was like oh my gosh I should have our sister Ellie on and we'll surprise Christina when she listens to it that it's Ellie but then Christina texted us like what a couple hours after we like planned out this whole surprise and she's like oh, you know, you should have Ellie on to do it with you. And I was like, (laughs) we were going to surprise you. So that surprise is ruined. But we thought it'd be so fun to have because Ellie's a sister. So it works. She's not small business. She's like big business corporate world. (laughs) You all have, if you're new to listening to our podcast, this is Ellie. Meet Ellie. (laughs) She's our youngest sister. But if you have been around for a while, Ellie was on, gosh, was that like our third? A long or, time ago. Yeah, it had to be like 
I should have prepared. It was an early this. episode. Um, th- this is <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hear Elliot. Okay, so I should have prepared and found out which episode number she is. I'll put that in the show notes because she had a great episode. Um, Ellie, so as you know, Christina and I have small businesses that we run, but Ellie has been in the corporate world. Like she studied in Spain. Um, she immediately went into like a big corporation. She's a broker coordinator. I don't know your titles are. Uh, she climbs broker. the ladder. So she's like always changing. <laughs> but in that episode, we talked a lot about like the different perspectives between being a female in like a male dominated industry and how that's really what I respect about Ellie. She like holds her own so well. I know. So I was going to give like a little synopsis of mine and Ellie's relationship because (laughs) so Ellie, I was like five and a half when Ellie was born. So, you know, when you're in that age and you're like really into dolls and stuff, like being a mom. So I remember like Ellie was I felt like she was like my baby. I would get her out of the crib and stuff and just carry her around. And I remember mom being like, Jenny, you can't just like get her and (laughs) carry her around the house. But I did. And I just have always had um, a soft spot for Ellie. Like we, so Ellie and I. Well, we've always been like super close. Yeah. Being as the middle sister, we'd like (laughs) team up against her. Oh, and sorry. I call Christina those that don't know Bean. Oh yeah, we so, all call her Bean. If you're wondering who that is. It started as Christina Bina when she was little and then it just like shortened to Bean. So we call her Bean a lot, especially us talking to each other. So you're probably going to hear that a lot in this episode. But Ellie mm-hmm. has just been, um, yeah, like, I don't know. She's, Christina and Ellie and I have always been close growing up, but don't you feel like in our growing up years, it was definitely like siblings. Like we loved each other, but we were also like because we were well, you siblings. Were just, well, I feel like you and I always got along for the most part, but you also were just always in a different stage of mm-hmm. life than we were until we were adults. Right. That's what I was going to say. As adults, we like, I feel like you, I mean, you and Christina are my best friends, and it just keeps getting tighter and tighter where I don't let anybody else mm-hmm. in. <laughs> I mean, you guys I have, love it. have other friend groups, but I don't. I have Susie and I have you guys in this. <laughs> I let that is not Susie true, into the circle, but I don't let anyone else. <laughs> but we, we love I, Susie. So uh, another thing about Ellie and I, which just brace yourself for this episode, is we cannot like do anything <laughs> serious without laughing. Like even so bad to the point of Ellie's not even with me if I'm in a serious situation, but I like imagine her with me. <laughs> And then I just like can't stop laughing because okay, my favorite we're example. We're talking about yeah, we're talking about like serious like like, like where you yes, out funerals, like, yes or anything we do to we just can't like because I imagine you and I can't do it. I'm like always, what if Ellie I was al- watching me? <laughs> yes, I always think of. I'm not gonna say the, who's, who's wedding. I know is this the example? <laughs> yes, when. I am still like embarrassed about it, but oh, we, it was somebody's I was wedding. It was, it was the processional. That's what it's called, right? When people are like walking down the aisle. That's what I it's actually called. don't. I think so. <laughs> it also might be a graduation or is that a funeral? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. But people were walking down the aisle and <laughs> Benny's son Trevor was like a toddler at the time and was like acting crazy and like standing on my dad's <laughs> lap and leaned over and <laughs> sneezed on his head. Okay, and my dad's bald, so that made it like he like sneezed <laughs> on his head and then he's like rubbing it off. <laughs> and, and we were dying because we dying. were behind like, him so it was like extra we were watching yeah. this whole spectacle and it was one of those times where I, you like know you're not supposed to laugh but you like <laughs> even if you try and hold it in it like explodes out yeah. even louder so we're like shaking because we're like you know when you like hold your face and you're like <clears throat> and our bodies are oh. <laughs> shaking and, then- and this woman came up to us in it was a woman, I think, in yeah. the like we were waiting to go into the reception. It was like, oh, you guys are the giggly girls. Yes. And I was like, oh my <laughs> Yeah, so that like sums us up. Um, we just can't be serious. And I was trying to think of this. I think because Christina is the like Christina is like, let's go out into the world and do stuff. And Ellie and I are more like, yeah, let's just lay on the couch and do nothing. So the dynamic of the three of us together is like when Christina's with us, we can do it. We can do the world stuff. But then if Christina's (laughs) out of the mix, then no one's really motivating us. We just like feed off of each other. Like, yeah, "Yeah, let's not do that let's never just, like, leave our houses be serious yeah so christina well, is we're the type mix. of people yeah we're the type of people who thrived during the pandemic like exactly. i always tell brooke i'm like i could really use a another shutdown <laughs> for a little bit i say that all the time because i'm just like tired of getting ready and yeah. like i think i told you the other day like I feel like nowadays energy is a limited resource for me. Yeah. So I am just always tired. And so I, but exactly. Bean is like the perfect compliment to us. Yes. She pulls us out into the world a little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like you and I are both outgoing when forced to be. Yes. But really but we don't thrive by ourselves. Yes. I yeah. 100% agree. That's why our sisterhood yeah. works. And so in honor of, Christina and RIP her voice and mm-hmm. it was her birthday week this week we thought we should I'm so sorry my dog Morley is like obsessed with me <laughs> and he will not leave the room right now so you're gonna hear him he just yawned but he will not leave my I staff. guarantee if I opened this office door Bo would be right here doing <laughs> the same so thing surprised. he's probably laying outside he's not the, crying. yeah he's probably laying outside crying yeah I, I have my headphones in so I can't hear okay so I thought we could each share like our favorite memories of Christina and they I know what we're gonna share and it leans into what we were just saying about how Christina does like pull us into the world and is more of that like uh, like I don't know extra she's the unicorn to our like very majestic horses. I don't want to make like <laughs> like paint horses in a bad light because I love horses. But Christina's like the unicorn version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite. Do you want to go first or me? Well, I'm already not sure how we're gonna get through. <laughs> I know one of the memories. We should not have had cameras going during this because oh I am going to lose it. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to tell the first one. I'm going to let Mor- you tell the first one because I'm going to let Morley out of the room. 
Okay. Okay. Go. So we were, okay. I, I had, it was like the mid nineties, I think. So Jenny, you probably had to be like, what? 14 or something when yeah. we were on the houseboat. Yes. Yes. So, the houseboat story. Yes. So Christina and I, for those that don't know, we're very close in age. We're 18 months apart. So we were probably like five and six. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, that doesn't sound right. Maybe like eight. (laughs) But I was, let's go with, I think I was 14. Then you would have been, yeah, eight and 10. Yeah. Edit that part out where I don't know the ages. But I don't want to. Whatever. Editing is so hard. Okay, keep going. That's, <laughs> that's funnier. <laughs> well, never mind. Leave it in. Leave okay, it in. Okay. Okay. Well, the ages are. We're off on a tangent. Yeah. Who knows what age we were? But we were young. Uh, <laughs> and so we were on this houseboat because our family really enjoyed going to Table Rock Lake in Missouri during the summers and winters. But we were on a houseboat, and my I don't remember where mom and dad were going, but so, they were off the boat. So if you're not familiar with houseboats, because we, <laughs> my husband was like, what the hell is a houseboat <laughs> when we would tell him these stories? But it's essentially like an RV on the water. So like you're living on the water. You rent it for like a week or however long, and you live on it. Like the rooms yeah. are on there. So we were parked, or not parked, like – Docked, <laughs> docked by the yeah. lake, and I, our parents were. Remember, they we had bought a lot, so they were like walking their lot. Oh yeah, we yeah. were still on the houseboat. But if you think about it in retrospect, as an adult, like, well, I guess it was like the nineties. We were three kids just like on a boat yeah. in the middle of nowhere with like yeah, talk no about crime civilization. Junkie. I know. I always think like. <laughs> Gosh, think about that, like, serial killers lurking in the woods watching us. Well, they were probably like, get me out of here once they saw what was about to unfold. (laughs) But so a horse fly got onto the boat. And we all, it was like chasing us throughout the boat, Christina. (laughs) If you're not familiar with horse flies, it's like... This giant. I didn't realize this story was going to take so many explanations. I know. Maybe we'll stick with one memory. Uh, this giant <laughs> horsefly, and they like they're huge. They're huge, like the size of your finger, and they, they look bite. like bees. And they kind bite of. you. They bite you. And yeah. we had. I don't know. We must have had some experience with horsefly. We were like terrified of horsefly. <laughs> so uh, the horsefly gets in the boat, and I. <laughs> I just remember we're all like flying around screaming and yelling as like 10 to 14 year old girls do well you were trying to take control of the situation because you were like quote unquote babysitting us so I remember you being like and so you were like trying to catch the horse line to get it out (laughs) but it was like chasing like like, I'd be like girls go in this room and remember getting them in one of the bedrooms and as (laughs) the door the horse by them in so I close them in with the horse by and I hear them just screaming so then I go over to the or maybe this was Christina she like runs over to it was the horn, the horn. so we have like a horn like a, like a car horn on the boat I'm so sorry. If you're still following us, bless your heart because <laughs> yeah. this is why 
us. So we're like laying on the horn. <laughs> and she's, Christina's just opening up the front sliding door. <laughs> Yelling for my parents. Leaning out, screaming like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so gosh, we have to end I this. Your poor listeners. Yes, yes. So just a Everything we did as sisters was like chaos like this. And I feel like that did lay the foundation for us to be so close because we just were like Mm -hmm. the most bizarre kids, like an extra like dramatic. And I just loved that. I love that about us. So we're like screaming out the boat, honking the horn. The people in the area are probably like, what is happening? Our parents come running in. insert a sound of these horns they're like barge horns (laughs) yeah so that was the horse fly was just I don't remember dad must have gotten it out I don't remember how it ended I just specifically remember like you guys running in a room and the horse following you in I just remember being the next day not having like any voice because yes actually that ties it that see we picked this is all serendipitous we picked that because Christina doesn't have a voice right now because she does lose and happy birthday bean you're welcome for that birthday bean um if you would like any more memories Just send us a message. We have several memories where that came from in the Mm -hmm. same tone. (laughs) Well, I don't even know if you know this, Jen, but sorry to go off on a tangent. But, like, I was thinking about it when I was thinking of our memories. And I, Christina and I, starting in high school, literally did everything together. Because we danced together. Yes. Which was an extraordinary time commitment. So we were always together. And then... We went to college together, and I think it was my sophomore and year in college. And you lived together we, in college. We literally took all the same classes. <laughs> we worked together at Dark Tan. We lived together at the Woodlands. And Which we, had we all do the same not friends. endorse tanning anymore, just so everybody no, knows. No, <laughs> no. This Please was do the not early tan tanning bed. Um, yes. Yes, I remember. So I love that you guys have that special relationship. I wouldn't say I'm jealous, but I'm jealous because that time <laughs> of life, like, I feel like I missed out because I had just had, first of all, I was like, just had a baby and got married. Well, you're just a baby. Yeah, yeah. And I just didn't know. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this too because I, did that kind of in a bubble? Like none of my friends were having babies because I, I did it all so young. And then mm-hmm. I was thinking how I was like super naive in a lot of ways because of that. So I was trying to – gonna I was going to explain to listeners like if we're talking about like the pink ladies, the cast of Grease, I would say like <laughs> I'm most like Sandra D before her change because I'm very just like it is kind of <laughs> naive. Um, Christina – it's a mix of that, but also Frenchy because she's like extra dramatic. And then mm-hmm. Ellie is like Rizzo, who's like Rizzo, like doesn't uh-huh. care, does whatever she wants, uh, and is good at it. So yeah, that's like that like okay. sums us up. The great we should be. That Did you for just Halloween. watch the new pink? Li- did you just watch the new Pink Ladies movie? Is that no, why? No, but was somebody told mind? me I should do that because I love Grease. Grease has always been. I think I was like, I was just like, where did this come from? I know. I was, I was thinking this in our prep. So also what you'll appreciate about Ellie is when I texted her and was like, okay, 
let's talk about how to set up a Google business profile. I called it <laughs> I called it Google My Business and Ellie's girlfriend Brooke was like, okay, it's not called that now. It's formally called Google Business yeah, she Profile. Was like, it's formally. So I was like, okay, we're off to a great start for me to teach how to set this up. <laughs> not even calling it the right name. But Ellie was like, all right, I'm gonna start doing my research now. She like started researching Google business profiles. And I was like, this is why I love you. Cause she like Took it super seriously. She's like, absolutely, let me do my research. Because she's not, she's in the corporate <laughs> world. So she doesn't have a Google business profile, but she's well, like, Well, I don't like to it. do, <laughs> yeah, I don't like to do meetings unprepared. But like I told you earlier that like, honestly, this is something I totally took for granted. I was telling Jenny earlier that like, as I was doing my research, that I was like, I I guess I never really thought about it, but when I go- I Google places 24-7 because, you know, I always end up being the coordinator for yes. plans. Which and I so love. I'm always, like, trying to find restaurants and stuff. And so I guess I just always thought, like, Google employees maybe, like, created these because I'd get annoyed, like, who doesn't have their info on here? Like, on Google Maps, I'd, I'd be, like, super irritated. But so now I know it's... Yes, that's business see that's it. so good for because uh, I think like I get so wrapped up into the business small business side now, and maybe our listeners. So it's so good to hear like people don't even realize the work like we have to put in behind the scenes. They right? just think it's like there, and not to any like fault of their own. But and listening to Ellie, like that's why it's so important we should be tapping into this free resource because everybody uses Google search or Google mm-hmm. maps, like, and actually or maps. Yeah. Yeah. I pulled up a couple of facts. So, okay. Listeners, I'm sorry. We're so all over the place, but this episode is going to be about how to set up <laughs> your Google business profile. So we're going to give you the steps and walk you through exactly how to do that. But first I did pull some facts um, of why this is important. And Ellie, feel free to like, add anything that you found in your research but um like ellie said google is the most visited website the site currently holds more than 92 percent of the search engine market share so sure there's others like yahoo being there's new ones always coming about but just like lisa said in our um seo episode google is still queen so like Mm -hmm. let's focus on google and the others will follow did yeah. You have well, to add I, to that? my partner is, well, my partner is like the only person on earth who still uses a Yahoo email and it drives me nuts. Oh my gosh. So that's I only love my Brooke. contribution to that. Oh, I, do, I, I created her Gmail because I was like, this is ridiculous. You can't, this, how embarrassing you're giving out a Yahoo email address. And oh. She was like, she actually does the opposite. Most people is uses her Google or her Gmail for like ads and stuff. Okay. But uses okay. her Yahoo all the time. Who does that? But anyway. Well, okay. And I need to go back and rewind and say, this is just like given, and this is why I didn't say it, but Brooke is in my circle too. Like you, oh, Christina, yeah. Brooke, and Susie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. I just needed to Well, Michael's that. in there too. Maybe Michael and Tyler <laughs> from, <laughs> from time to time. Okay. So Google search and maps. Like people are – your Google mm-hmm. – business profile automatically is in like Google Maps. So 
Think of every time you use Google Maps to get somewhere, don't you want your business profile to also pop up with that when people are searching? Um, your it's a free listing from Google. It has you can provide all the details of your business, your hours. Like we use that all the time to update our hours and for holidays and stuff. You can add photos and updates. It's just, it's essentially like a little mini social media, but it page, but it's on Google. So it's just so important to have a Google business. Profile. Well, I was going to say too. It's. I like the social media part, but it is kind of like its own little tiny website. It is. And like just like a one stop shop for all your information that you need. Totally. That you don't really have to. I mean, you're updating it, but you don't really have to push it out. Like, because we love social media. We know there's a place for that. Social media, like Christina teaches, it's you're like creating your story and your vibe. You're tapping into your customers' feelings because you want them to get to know you behind the scenes. But your Google profile, it's like reaching all these cold customers when they shop, when they search like soy candles near me or artisan market, your page is already coming up for that. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't have to find you on social media, which then they probably will because then they're like, oh, I like this. And then they follow you for like the feelings element on social media. But your Google business profile is so good for them to just find you because they're looking for that thing. So like candles or pocket teas or wood decor. So Mm -hmm. it's valuable. Like what would you say you search? Like Ellie, if you go to Google and search for, I don't know, what's something you look for? Boutiques. Yeah. So like if I'm in an area, here's a perfect example. If I'm in an area that I'm not like super familiar with or if I'm traveling or anything and I'm like, oh, I want to go shop at, but I want to go to a boutique. I literally Google boutiques near me mm-hmm. and then it like will populate the map and then yes. you can like click and see. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this one, I'll look at a picture and be like, I kind of like that style. And that's how I'd pick it. Yes. So that's why it's important to have your, have photos on your listing too, because people are going to most likely like look uh, for that. And like Ellie said, it's tapping into your local SEO too, because so when you do your Google business profile and you're adding your location, then anytime people search boutiques near me or anything near me, mm-hmm. the that's where it goes into your maps and it's finding your location. And it's like, oh, here you go. So like the near me thing is really good. It's huge. It's huge. Well, because think of people, you have your regular following of customers who are local, but think of all the people who, even the people like who come from Chicago to Batavia and St. Charles, Geneva for like a day or something. They have no clue where to go, what to do. Right. So that, that part is so important. And actually in my research, I need to tell Christina this too, because obviously Google business profile, you absolutely need to have one if you have a physical location. Uh, But then I Mm -hmm. also saw they do offer it, like if you're a service-based business that serves an area where you meet with customers or like they come to you for sewing lessons, this is where I thought was awesome. Christina doesn't have to put her home address on there. She just is like a a sewing class for the Austin area or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when people book appointments and contact Mm -hmm. you, then you would give them your address. So it's not like you have to have your personal home address on there if you're a service-based business but it's still count because you can't have one if you're just an online business that you have to have a physical location but it will let you have one if you're a service-based business where you 
um, are in an area that you will go to meet with clients or they come to you. So definitely look into that. Christina, maybe she already has one. I don't know. I should have looked if she had one. She probably does. But uh, that's, I thought that was good. I was like, ooh, because I did wonder, like, how do people who do piano lessons and stuff, they don't want their home yeah, address. Yeah, like contractors. Say, yeah, so you can do that if you're service-based and serve an area. So look into that if you haven't. And then another thing I found, which I thought was fascinating, because you know, you've heard me share on here before. I get like super distressed by bad reviews. I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm working on it. But Google actually said having mixed reviews. I mean, obviously you don't want too many bad reviews, but they said having mixed subconsciously to a customer is better because it makes you seem legit. Do you ever get suspicious when there's like 3,000 glowing yes. reviews and never anything wrong? It like well, makes so I've been Go ahead. Yeah, I I was just going to say, well, because I've been, like, spammed by that in the past that, like, I didn't know that, like, people were getting, like, paid to, like, post positive reviews. And I get it that some people can do, like, post a review and you get 10% off your next thing or whatever. But, like, some of them when it's, like, 10,000, like, five-star reviews, yeah. it's like, come on. Something yeah. is not right here. And but I've been yeah, I've like been suckered into buying. I'm thinking off TikTok right now. I bought this like <laughs> face tool thing cuz everyone had like tons of positive reviews about it and it, it totally is great. Yeah. garbage. Yeah. No. So it, like it doesn't do anything. You want rev- so the good thing is to have reviews. You definitely want reviews. So if you have a Google business profile, I'm working on this right now of asking people to go review my business because Google, the bots do look at that of like, if you have a good amount of reviews, they're going to show you more, but it doesn't necessarily mean just good. Like just having reviews is good social proof that you're a legit business. So don't get wrapped up. I'm talking to Mm -hmm. myself here about if there's negative reviews and Google does allow you to respond to the reviews. So I, we have a review on Wilson street mercantile that like super stresses me out. Uh, what does it say? It's, it says like, we were all talkative with each other, but not to oh, them, that one, which, mm-hmm. which that stresses me out because like I pride myself on making people feel loved and welcome. So I'm not really sure what happened here, but she said she did not feel that way. Well, so, so I what? totally disagree with that because personally, it, people are just somebody is always going to have something to complain about. That's just yeah life. But like, if I like, no offense, if I'm shopping, I don't want the like store people coming up and just like chit chatting me. Like, yeah, I know. No, thank you. So, so Google says that can go both ways. And I totally agree. And the good thing about Google is you can respond. You can't delete your reviews, which is good, but you can respond to them so so the audience sees it. Mm-hmm. So they said negative reviews, it's a great chance for then the customer to see how you're responding to it. So like we were like, thank you so much for the feedback. We are sorry you did not feel welcome. We always um, take this as a learning experience and we hope to do better next time. Something like that where then, cause then the, like if you were reading that, wouldn't you be like, Oh, I like, like that business is they're trying. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I feel yes. like the response to reviews is helpful because people are watching that too. So, well, from the business side, I think it is important that people can respond because 
sometimes people lie. And so I always respect if I see a review where it's like, I'm sorry, Shannon, that you really felt that way. But actually, the blah, 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 you, I don't know, you're... Right, right. There was an issue with the payment process or something. Yes, yes, yes. It's always a great way for you to respond graciously and not only to that person, but to the people watching. So um, definitely utilize your reviews in Google My Business. So um, we're going to walk you through the steps of how to set it up. It's so easy as Google is queen and probably most of you, (laughs) if you don't already have one, you have like a Google Drive, maybe a Google email address like so in that google hub it's all in there so you can either go to business.google.com to set this up or whenever you're in your like google dashboard there will be a spot for my business and this is where you can get that set up the great thing is you can also once you own it so like um i'm gonna use light and pine as an example so light and pine collective at gmail.com we have like, we own Light and Pine Collective. So it attaches it to our Google profile. Anytime we're in maps, you can edit your listing right from there. So it's super easy to do. You can edit it from directly from Google search when you search your business or Google Maps. So should we start of how to set it up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I'll leave this to you, the step by step. Okay. So number one. Sign into Google wherever you are. Like I just said, you can go to um, the Google Business Profile Manager and just enter your usual Google login. So now you're in your listing. There it is. And you're going to add your business. So enter your business name. So this is going to already have to be set up in Google Maps, which you probably have already done, but you search it and in the drop down mem- Menu, just click add your business to Google. So you should have that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And it seems pretty easy. I mean, I've never done it personally myself, but yeah, you're sounds just easy. Yes. And if this any if this ever gets confusing, because I know we're just like speaking it, and if you're a visual learner, just Google how to set up Google Business Profile, and it walks you through each step. But I'm just showing you like how easy this really is. Okay, so then you enter your location. If you have a physical location that customers can visit, that's where you're, it's giving you a little prompt. Do you have a physical location? You say yes. Um, And if you don't, but they can, but you offer in person services, this is where you list your service areas. So again, the prompt is asking your physical location or your service areas. Click next. Then you fill in your contact information. So that would be your business phone number and website address so customers can reach you. And if you don't want to be reached by phone, you don't enter a phone number. That's (laughs) fine. I actually do have a phone number because I have a couple of customers that I know that's their preference. I hate it. I hate talking on the phone if you know me at all, but I do offer that. But like Kelly Desmond Brown, she does not want to be reached by phone. So she has her phone number nowhere. And that's fine. They're, you, when people search you, they're seeing the ways they can contact you. So that's fine. So you click next. And then you have to verify your business. So this is where it's a little different for the service versus the physical location. So if you do have a physical location, you're, it has to be verified. And this is smart because this is 
So like Ellie could not go create an Illuminate Space profile at her address because it's already claimed by me. It's been verified. So this is just helpful. Um, so your address is assigned to your business. It's This is not displayed on your profile um, if you don't want it to be. So mine is obviously because I have a shop. I want people to come. But if Christina was doing it for sewing okay. classes, um, it's not showed to the public unless you want it to be. Okay. The, it's verified by they'll send you a postcard to this address, to your address, and then you – it's like a little code. You go and put it on your Google business profile and they're like, this business is verified. So that step is super easy. Service-based businesses, they say, are can be verified through an email address if you don't want that physical location. So you get your five-digit code and enter it on that screen to verify your business. And then you're verified and you can customize your profile. So this is where you can put business hours. You can create messaging. Uh, we do have messaging set up where in the listing, people can like send us a message and it comes to us like through our email. Um, through the actual listing, I think it'll send us a little notification where you can respond. So those are things you can choose to how you want to be notified and where they can reach you if you want it. Um, and well, you, that's cool. I didn't know you could message the business through there. Yeah. So, you know, when you go like in Google Maps, you're searching a business and their profile comes up and then it has all those little buttons of things. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like usually restaurants will have order takeout or whatever. If you mm -hmm. choose, those are all things that business has chosen to offer you. So oh, like, okay. there's a lot of options that's what's great about the google business profile is you really customize it to what you want so like i think illuminate space has do you want to message me do you want to email me do you want to go to my website and place an order mm -hmm. uh those types of things so you can choose that there when you're customizing your profile um what else be sure to add a lot of photos because like ellie gave the example she's looking at the boutique's clothes to see if it's her style mm -hmm. So this is where I have a few pictures of my workshop because I feel like I want people to see that it's hand poured. I show some pictures of my custom quotes because I want them to see I can do a custom gift for them. I have pictures of, I don't know what else, ingredients. Any these Candles. are Yeah, these are pictures you want to look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do have some candles on there. Uh, so it's a little bit more curated, like your social media, but customers can post pictures too. So that's always good. And then that's basically it. Every so often you can go update those things just like you do social media. I probably should update some of my pictures actually. They're starting to look dated. Once we're off here, I'm going to go look at yours now. I know. You'll have to give me... Um, feedback but it's just a great and okay. I know this is kind of like our email marketing it's so good and important to do and I don't know why it like falls to the wayside for me but it's free and Google everybody searches stuff in Google so right well I think it's important because people who know you aren't necessarily going to do it but like it's all your non-customers who is yes. reaching. Yes, like I, the cold, I guess that's called your like cold market, yeah. right? Because they haven't found yeah. you yet. So in your profile, um, 
not to get too deep in SEO, but use a lot of those word, those keywords that people would be searching for. And so uh, candles, obviously, soy candles, candle making near me, like have those words somewhere in your description. So when someone searches that in Google, Google's going to pull your listing. Like I think I have candle shop in Batavia. Uh, in well, I mean, I know I have it in there because Google will mm-hmm. also each month then send. This is great. They send you like analytics of like here are the top three things people searched for. So it's so fun to see what people are searching for. Yeah, what are your top ones? So they they like change pretty much each month. I so um, light and pine collective people search for directly. They'll search for candle making near me. Yeah. Um wood bowl candles so that has helped me because I call them dough bowl candles so we talked about this in our SEO episode of like think of the other terms someone that is not a candle maker that is going to use to find that um so I add wood bowl candles into my thing sometimes it's funny the things uh, so I have this random blog from years ago that's like uses the quote of mountains form from earthquakes or something so people are like oh that comes up as one of my top searches but hey what (laughs) whatever it takes for people to get to my website so these people are looking for this quote but somehow google chooses my blog to like (laughs) to go to so then hopefully they're going to my website and like seeing oh it's not mountains and earthquakes it's candles (laughs) And then buy the candle. But yeah. Okay. So I feel like we gave a lot of information. We didn't laugh that much okay. once we were in it. I know once we got serious. I'm I proud of us. I think this was so fun. And I think. Sorry to your listeners for the first like 15 minutes. I think that was the best part. I do. And I think we should have you on more regularly. I think this would be fun. Oh, I'd love I'd it. like to bring you in. Well, you could be like. Maybe Christine and I could take breaks, so you would be cycled in, and then yeah, I'll be the It's good to hear like a perspective from someone that's a customer of small businesses. Mm -hmm. I think that would be good. So yeah, you're welcome back, Ellie. Thank you, You thank you. I know absolutely nothing about small business. Well, I guess I've learned all your episodes, but I know I um, love that you listen. Well, every episode, I'm like. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. So I'm always like, wow, it's like eye opening. But yeah, if you ever do those bonus episodes again of like your card questions or whatever. Yes. Okay. That's what we'll do next week. I am only thinking of that because when we listened to that episode, um, Brooke and I, we were laughing because you got the question was like, where would you and I think this is a perfect way to describe us three so a great end way yeah. of where would it what's the best place to sit on a plane or something yes. and you said you like the back I think mm-hmm. or maybe and Christina said another area like that and I was like what what plane are we on southwest <laughs> like who doesn't say first class You're I was right. like, what is happening Ellie usually upgrades to first class, which, oh, Ellie and I are fantastic (laughs) travel partners together. Yes, we are. And usually fantastic means like lots of shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
All right. Well, I love you, Ali. You're the best. Thanks for filling in last minute. Love like you this. too. Happy birthday, Bean. Happy birthday, Bean. Everybody go do your Google My Business. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.